Well, let me wish you a happy new year. It is just about here. And I was reading all the different celebrations that they have in different countries. It's kind of interesting, fascinating how in some countries they like in uh, Mexico, they shoot off rifles and that's okay. But except what if the bullet goes straight up and comes back down (laughs) in Moscow, they throw up bottles of empty bottles of vodka. That's supposedly true at Red Square. They throw them up in the air. Well, again, what if those, you know, that could hurt. And then in other countries, they eat grapes. In Spain and also Peru, they they eat grapes one at a time whole to signify the 12 strikes at midnight. And uh, they sit underneath a table when doing that. Hmm. The Danes have some fun. They like to jump off a chair at midnight as into jumping into the new year. So however you choose to bring forward the new year with hopefully uh, new beginnings and better things to come forward, I think it's continue going to be a continued process where we are going to see some great changes and we're going to see some things that will seem to be for the better and some things for the worse. One thing I will say, if you don't read different stories that are out there on the Internet, and I know there's a lot of bogus stories out there, but there are some amazing things going on that I never would have been aware of if I wasn't looking around. How people are uniting together and they're saying, nope, we don't want this, we don't want that, we want to be treated better. People are standing up to their governments, they're standing up to big business. And you know what I find amazing too, just recently in our local news, that they said that they're, these this opioid problem that we're having, the opioid opioid problem, you know, the doctors have to take some responsibility, and I agree. And eventually, maybe the companies that put out these drugs should take some responsibility for this because that's where the real issue lies. I'm not going to get into any of that. Instead, I'm going to talk about (laughs) one of my favorite subjects, right? It seems like it's not one of my favorite ones. But I'm going to talk about every year we hear this when we get into the new year, at least I've heard it for the last few years now, disclosure. And what does that mean, disclosure? What are we talking about? So is there going to be disclosure from the U.S. government that they've had contact, not just the U.S. government, maybe every government. Some governments are seem a little more open to it, but they've had contact from beings from other worlds. Will this be the year? A friend of mine, a good friend of mine, predicted that it was going to be this past year. And he said it was going to happen and it w- might collapse all the economies because people will freak out. I suppose if it's used in a negative way, that could certainly be the answer. But I don't feel that's going to be the case. When they do disclosure, I really believe it's going to be to inform us that we've had beings that have been working with us and helping us for a long time. I think we've been visited in the past. Well, heck, you know, I had my own experience with a gray, what's called a gray being, the short beings, about four feet tall with the big eyes. I told you about that in one of my other episodes, but... Just kind of a condensed version, I, I was at my mom's house, this was 1992, and I had this desire, I don't know why, I had this desire to make contact with the gray, and I remember repeating that as I went to bed, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and this thing was in my room, I shouldn't call it a thing, it's a divine being, and it looked right at me, and of course I'm thinking, wow, and I was sitting up, 
as I woke up, you know, I'm sitting up and I can't move. And you know, they have this ability, whether they use a device or just their own thoughts, they have the ability to freeze you. You cannot move. Abductees will tell you that. It's because they have frail bodies. And I think they're afraid that we could hurt them. So as I was sitting there, barely being able to breathe and starting to get worried about this, you know, starting to hyperventilate a little bit, there was a thought that came over me and said, he won't hurt you if you don't want to hurt him. And I thought, well, I don't want to hurt him. I just wanted to see if he was real because I'm curious. And then slowly I was able to move my upper chest and my arms a little bit and my neck and my head. And then I passed out and I don't remember anything until the next morning when I woke up around 9 or 10. And for the longest time, for a few years, I thought it was a dream. And then I realized, no, I don't think it is, because I don't remember dreams unless I wake up right afterwards. So then I talked to some of my psychic friends, who I didn't really know anybody back then in 92, but I've come to know people in the last 10 years a lot since I've done my show, and they confirmed that I was indeed visited. And this was not just a dream. So it proves to me that, and you know, the being that came to visit me could have done anything to me, but it didn't. It chose not to. It just struck me as a, a divine, very intelligent being, but also compassionate. And this is what I'm going to talk about. The greys and others that are visiting us, and if and when they decide to land, is this going to be the year? It certainly could be. I don't know. I think we're seeing more and more acceptance, like everything. Look how things happen so quickly. You know, we went from not accepting gays, a lot of people didn't, and then now it's become very accepted. And the same could be said for all different types of things that we've had prejudice towards. And we woke up almost overnight. So w are we being prepared for, I think so. Is it going to be this year? Maybe. Some say it's going to be several years down the road when mankind has really taken a step in the, in the right direction. That could be. That could take a while. And again, some are saying it's going to happen soon. So just in case it happens soon, <laughs> in case it's this year, I want to give you what I believe is the truth behind the gray beings. There are many beings that visit us. Let's go back on the history of who's been visiting us, first of all. But I, from what I know, what I've dug up, I look back in the Old Testament, we were being visited and controlled by some very powerful negative beings. And this, is, this explains all the wars. Some were thought to be God, and they were recorded as that in the Old Testament. And in my opinion, they weren't, obviously, because God, I don't think, would show up and do those things. And if you don't believe that, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to argue with you on that. But I just believe that there were those that came here at one time and were very powerful and eventually, they were chased away. And then, if you watch a show like Ancient Aliens, all these beings that influenced all these ancient groups, they left all these statues, you know, and all the pyramids. I think they had something to do with that. The technology was just too amazing for those. And all over the world, those pyramids were located, and there were carvings of what looked like spacemen everywhere. And why did they leave? And there was an article I read that said, it was on Golden Age of Gaia, and it said these beings, I think Archangel Michael was talking about it, they were here to help us and, and guide us in the right direction, 
and then they were no longer appreciated. And we beings, human beings, felt like, well, we got the answers. Like we usually do, we tend to let our egos get involved. And they left. They said, well, we'll come back when you're ready. And maybe now we're ready. And I'm sure there were many that didn't want them to leave, but also many that started, well, look what they did. Sacrifices and all this other stuff. And I think they lost sight of what they were truly being taught by these beings that came here. And they were treated like gods. And they, I'm sure they didn't want to be treated, some of them. Maybe some did. I don't my understanding is that this has been going on for a long time. We've been getting visited for many, many eons. As far as the grays, when I first started learning some things about mm, some different things that were going on, what I call my journey to my path to enlightenment, one of the first books I read was uh, Messages from Michael. And then one of the next one I read was Ramtha. And then I listened to many CDs, or actually tapes back then of Ramtha, and some of his different books. But one of the topics he got on was the Greys. And as I recall, now this is right around the time that Whitley Strieber released his book, Communion. And I remember seeing the movie, which is kind of scary. But also you come away thinking that these beings, they take you, but they don't really hurt you. And they're just really doing this to procreate more than anything. That was my initial impression of the Greys. They're kind of an emotionless group of, of a highly intelligent beings. And... They've been, uh, they've had an agreement with us, a soul agreement, really. And we don't, they don't understand why we get upset because they say, well, you agreed to do this before you came here. And we go, well, no, I didn't because we don't remember. So that made a lot of sense to me. And from what I could read of the early abduction cases, people seem to have that fear, but also in some ways they felt like it was an honor to be chosen to be a part of that. And on my show, I've interviewed people who felt the same way, some of which have been very frightened, some of which have said, well, we don't really know who they are, the greys. They might even work for other beings in the galaxy. And so I've had people say all kinds of things, but most part, you know, and certainly I haven't interviewed everybody, but most part, my own experience and some of the people I've talked to, like Jim Maroney, uh, he cried when they, they took him back in 1987 and he actually cried when they left him because they explained everything to him and why they were here. And they were really part of a federation and they were really pushing us in a direction gently because they're not going to interfere with us. It's kind of like that prime directive on Star Trek. They don't believe in interference. But when we're ready, then things will change. And we have to be the ones that make the change inside ourselves, the way we look at the world, how we treat others. When all of that continues to, to move forward and the majority of people start believing that and living that way, or a certain number, I don't know what the number is, but they call it a, a certain amount, a collective. When that reaches a certain point, then the great awakening comes forward. And they've been working behind the scenes and I think they've been helping us along with many others helping us. So Ramtha talked about it, and this was back in, the, I used to read that book back in the late 80s and heard those things in the 80s and early 90s, and, and it, to me, it just seemed to make sense what the Greys were. Nobody was really talking about them other than Whitley Streeper, and then there was another man, Bud Hopkins, and some early pioneers on those kind of things. Bud did research and hypnotized people, and then they would reveal what happened to him. Uh, and some of it obviously was a little scary for those people, but nothing ever seemed really dark energy. 
Then you, if you listen to one of my shows with Dana Van Ankenfort, who was abducted, and he had a very unpleasant experience. And Dana is his name. You can go back and research that if you want. But I always wondered why is it some people have a very painful or horrible experience and other people, you know, don't. And this has been like this probably the last 10 or 15 or even 20 years. You've heard more and more reports of very negative experiences. And now I'm moving forward now to Matthew Ward, Golden Age of Gaia. Matthew Ward is a being that is being channeled by his mother. Matthew Ward, okay, let me set this up. He died when he was 17 years old. And then his mother started to develop, somehow was able to talk to him. And she was also able to channel him and communicate with him. And he had a lot of incredible things to say. And I started reading some of these things on the Golden Age of Gaia, and I really like what Matthew Ward has to say, regardless of some of you may think he's not a higher being. It's like, I think we all are. You know, some are just maybe, when they pass, they go to a higher place of consciousness. So here's what Matthew says about the grays, because people are, there's somebody asked him a question about, are these dark beings and all this other stuff doing brutal experiments? Here's what he says, and I've heard this before, very similar to what Ramtha said over 20 years ago, actually close to 30 years ago, right? The beings you call little greys are a humanoid species called Zeta Reticuli. I think that's the same thing that Ramtha said. And it's a misconception that is made that a g arrangement with the United States government as far as giving them technology. You know, they said, well, a lot of people believe after Roswell crash or they gave the government exchanged technology with them. That's not true. It says they did share their knowledge of spacecraft design, missile systems, and human cloning. But it was in the nature of visitors offering gifts to their hosts, to whom their reason for coming to Earth wasn't an issue. They had made pre-birth agreements with the souls that offered to give them genetic samples. In other words, before we were born, before we came back in our body, they made an agreement, you made an agreement if you were taken, and you were allowing them to take genetic samples, which a lot of time meant that you were allowing them to procreate using your sperm or eggs. Matthew Ward goes on to say, long ages before the group of graves arrived, about 80 years ago, their civiliz civilization took refuge from invaders by leaving the surface of their homeland planet and living within it. Now, Ramtha, as I recall, talked about how they bred emotion out of their uh, being because it didn't serve them at the time. I don't think he went into too much detail, but he said they chose to breed that out. Here's what Matthew Ward says. The cloning and concentration of intellectual prowess that kept the population from dying out during those centuries before they could reclaim the surface resulted in an ashen appearance and of far greater importance to them the loss of emotions in their makeup. The desire to restore feelings to their people by cloning progeny with human DNA led to an agreement between them and souls that embodied the earth. Very similar to what Ramthus said. However, the Gray's lack of emotions has two serious consequences. Most did adhere to the agreement provision that they would take tissue samples only from persons who remembered it. Meeting in the flesh triggered the memory. But a few persons did not have the memory experience 
and without the capacity for empathy, sensitivity, and compassion, the Greys didn't realize they were, they were traumatizing those individuals. And with no emotional framework for assessing trustworthiness in the persons they approached, they chose poorly and were betrayed. At the same time, the U.S. government was ridiculing all reports of UFOs and ETs. Their scientists were giving credibility to the accounts of abduction and brutalization by performing procedures themselves so as to instill fear in the populace about extraterrestrials. Again, they're scientists, ours, scientists, giving credibility to the accounts of abduction and brutalization by performing procedures themselves as to instill fear in the populace about extraterrestrials. What does that tell you? If that's true. Kind of like what it did on X-Files at the end of the season. They said, I think that was kind of a little gem of truth. I know the show is science fiction and a lot of it, you know, I don't know if there's any truth, but there once in a while they'll say things and at the end of it they made it seem like all the abductions really weren't abductions, they were actually government things. And I think, you know, people have been taken uh, and they've been taken aboard like Jim Maroney told me and they gave him samples or took his sperm, but it was part of an agreement. And at the end, he felt very honored. Well, here's what Michael has to uh, say about this as well. He goes on to say, another unanticipated situation also came into play for the Greys, who were hidden in mammoth underground labyrinths where abductees were taken, and it was disastrous. They had expected to quickly return to their homeland and families by the same means they had come to Earth, the mind power that enabled them to dematerialize and rematerialize upon arrival, but their bodies had become trapped in the planet's deep third density energy, and since the government's attempts to kill all of them failed, the survivors are still living underground. These are highly intelligent people are not fighters, and they come to the if they come to the Earth's surface, maybe after other civilizations arrive, never would it be to harm anyone. So I think it sheds a little bit if Michael Ward is, or Matthew Ward is talking about the truth and, if, and it's similar to what I've heard before and it's similar to the experiences I've heard people say other than those that have had some negative experiences. What does it tell me? It tells me that I think the truth is that the Greys are exactly what Matthew Ward and Ramtha have pinpointed them and they've come here exactly as stated. And they are just one of many groups that are coming here. And there are those that uh, they call the Nordics that look like us, except look like, you know, the people from Norway with the blonde hair or Sweden. And there are those who look exactly like us. And there are others who don't look like us. And I think they've been interacting with us for a long time. And they're getting preparing us for the time when when we're ready for this and when they come it's not going to be like the movies the movies have you know deliberately portrayed the grays in a bad light think about it all the propaganda if it's true what what matthew ward said about the government is faking some of these things and making them appear very negative and also think about this you have movies that try to turn you against them a good movie, a good example of that is uh, Mel Gibson's Signs. You know, who the Greys, again, are kind of in this movie, and they portray them as being pretty evil. And, you know, I think their technology is so advanced, they wouldn't have to even, they wouldn't come fight us physically. If it's true, 
What that one did to me with his thoughts alone, or some kind of device, but I think it was his thoughts, <laughs> we wouldn't stand a chance. They're so far more evolved than us. Their bodies do not get old. Their bodies do not decay. They can control things just with their thoughts alone. I did a show where we channeled the greys, and they said they controlled their ships with their thoughts alone. Now, everybody talks about the greys, and like I said, there's many more beings. They're just one of many that are here, I believe. Some of them are working for their own interest a little bit, but also they're here working as well for the greater good and helping us move forward. And when the day approaches, they will come to us. And I hope people aren't shocked. I still think we need to be cautious, you know, because we could be led into a trap. So there are ones out there, there are, there are people, beings on this planet they want to give us a different opinion. You know, one of the things Raptha said years ago, he talked about how they were going to, the governments of the world were going to fake this UFO invasion. And it was going to unite all the, all the governments to come together under a one world government, a new world order. He talked about that a long time ago. And I've heard that said a couple other times by even some former military people. The only thing I can ask is what happened? Because Rantha predicted some really bad things to happen in the 90s, and they never did. And I can look at it and say, well, what I've been reading on Golden Age of Gaia is that we, when we made the agreement to allow the Earth to move forward, with the Earth was going to move forward regardless, but we agreed to be a part of it. We allowed this, this change, this shift in consciousness to go from warring society to love, to move the earth towards the fifth dimension and, and us with us. When we made that agreement, we opened the door for others to help us because they weren't allowed to be involved. So now they're allowed to step in. Only if we're going to destroy ourselves. This is what I see going on. This is why some of these things didn't happen. Nostradamus predicted all these nuclear wars. and That's not going to happen. Those things, they are going to keep that from happening. I truly believe that. And I also believe they're going to keep other things from destroying us. They've tried to decrease the population several different ways. And one of them is through these viruses that we keep hearing about. Every year it seems like there's a new dangerous virus. And then what happens? It just goes away, you know? Who's stopping that from happening? Think about it. There's dangerous of viruses that have come out, Ebola, and then all of a sudden it goes away and you don't hear anything more. And I read an article on Golden Age of Gaia that said be, that's because the ETs and other beings are stopping it because it's not going to be allowed to go on. They're not going to be allowed to wipe out the population. Does that make any sense? Because I, I just every so often they get into big panic, you know, oh, there's a new virus. And then if you read on other sites, you'll find that there seems to be speculation that these viruses were created in a laboratory. Hmm. Well, if that's true, then one has to wonder, what are they really trying to do? What's their agenda? And who's they? I'm not going to get into that. I am not going to go there. You can figure that out. You probably already know that. If you really, really want to know, you could ask me. But otherwise, I think you know. We don't want to dwell on anything and give them power. Instead, we want to give power on the light. And I see that if we have contact with those from other dimensions, some of them come from other dimensions, some of them come from other planets, 
And I think there are not just alien beings, but I think also there are spirit beings. There are angels that are assisting us, archangels, all kinds of beings. We're finding, you know, that were once here, maybe returning. The divine feminine. You hear me do a lot of shows on that. Those energies are returning because they're balancing us out. This is the direction we're going. So I really believe this is all coming forward. Is it going to come forward this year? Some of it. I really feel, let me do my little psychic feel on this. You know, Joy's going to come in and do a show with me, and we're going to have, it's not a prediction of the future, but potentials of what could happen within the next year or so. So we'll see what she has to say. But I feel we are getting closer to when some of these things are going to come forward. And I think it will be the technology they will bring and the knowledge they will bring and the understanding of how life is meant to be lived. We will gain great knowledge from that. There are those that don't want us to do that. There are those that want to keep us enslaved like we've been for a long time. And they don't want the truth to come here, but it's just a matter of time. The truth will, and it is, it is coming here. So I wish you the best, and I look forward to the ride in 2018. We'll see what it brings. Namaste. Thank you for listening.